talented. But if he didn't come, I believe Scoop would have been the first round draft pick. So it's this is so talented. The brothers, the Thompson brothers. And as a Nick fan, I'm sure everybody, I like Dick from Kansas. Yeah, that's right. Dick. I wanna take things slow. one of the best beats of all time I think wasn't that on the list for when we went over the top 100 beats that they did it was put your hands where my eyes can see Buster Rhymes and as you all know if you're listening to my voice right now if you're seeing my face that can only mean one thing and one thing only you are locked into the cruise control baby as always I'm the boy Dev Cruz. Hey yo, Jerry Chestnut. I put my fucking dick on your chestnut, nigga. Hey, Fuck out of here. Sitting to my left, the one and only Dave Cruz. <laughs> Off the camera, you feel me? The man, the myth, the legend himself, Bendito. Llama. <laughs> and last but not least, doesn't have a mic, but always, always in the building, always showing love. Bobby Lex is in the building again. I just hit a nigga in the head with a ooga booga booga. That bitch suck my nigga, so I'm like ooga booga booga. And this is episode 86 of the Cruise Control. Fellas, how we doing today, man? Oh, my goodness. 86. What the F? 86 wow. episodes of the Cruise 86. Control, man. I mean, to think that we're one away from 87 <laughs> is nuts. You never. You told me, remember in the beginning, you was like, we never going to make it to 87 episodes. I said those exact words. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Episode one, he was like, we're never going to make it to 87. Yeah. And we're one away from that. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even think Benny was going to make it to this point in life. <laughs> what? What would you thought Benny was going to be? When we started episode one, remember, I was like, I don't know if Benny's going to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> but look at him. He's alive. He's here. Wow. He's got, yeah, he's got an NFT shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> no. What is it? Mutant Diamond 8? Yeah. yeah, that's an NFT. Oh, that does look like those that's an NFT. It's the little monkeys and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's an NFT. 
Yeah, it's like a zombie zombie monkey NFT shirt. His face is melting. NFT shirt. Yeah, Diamond Supply. Oh, hey. Diamond Supply. Yo, shout out to Diamond Supply. Sponsor of pod. Benny's going to wear all the clothes from you guys, all right? Yeah. <laughs> this this pod is brought to you by Diamond Supply. <laughs> Benny's Specializing a, in the NFT shirts. Benny's a diamond boy. <laughs> diamond boy, you make me feel... <laughs> What but, else we got? Oh, you got a you got a cool shirt too. Yeah, I'm sticking with the horror theme. You feel me? I'm a, I love horror movies. So, scream. You feel they me? They can't see it on the, the camera. Oh, you got the laptop. Oh, I mean, can y'all see it now? <laughs> no. All right then. Anyway, it's a scream shirt. Shout out to me. <laughs> Benny was judging your shirt hard. I like Dave's too. Dave's got a good setup too. Burgundy. This is a night. The burgundy and the black go very well together. I like it. The gold chain. The gold watch. You feel me? The the show him, show him, show him the other wrist, Dave. We added more jewelry to it. What's up? You don't want to show him your left, your right wrist. Look at that. Everything just tight. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Everything don't fit. I don't, come, I don't come here to brag and boast. <laughs> I don't come here to brag and boast. I'm just ready to get it started. Episode 86. I, one away from 87. I bet if Dave took that wrist chain off, it'll be a mark on his wrist because <laughs> it's so tight around. His <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Dave though All gold everything But listen y'all It's that part of the episode Where we gotta dig back Into episode 85 And talk about the top 5 And the question of the week So first and foremost Let's start off with the top 5 Top 5 comedic actors Of all time Last week people chimed we in some, We got some good uh some good engagement this week on that people chimed in on youtube very proud about their their comedic actor knowledge youtube and instagram that is true so we'll go in on instagram we had a couple people who know just put the votes out there uh shout out to my man bobby said dave exclamation point on instagram Mm. um (laughs) then then you know what we got we got some people talking uh Isaac on Instagram. I'm not gonna be in the pop. I'm not gonna be popular in the comments, but Jim Carrey might be slightly overrated. Ben Stiller and Will Ferrell run circles around him when it comes to writing and producing comedies. Dave with the W with the lock emoji on it. And uh, I don't know. I don't know about that one. Ben Stiller wrote one great movie, which was Dodgeball, and I can't argue that. But if you're going to sit here and try to tell me Meet One the great F- movie, Dev. Meet the Fockers was <laughs> Tropic was, Thunder was an award. Two great movies. I forgot about that one. Thank you. But come on, Walter bro. Walter Mitty. <laughs> but listen to me. If you're going to be a great of the great top five of all time, you got to have classics on classics on classics. It needs to be just constant. Like, it, it just needs to keep going. And two great movies can make a career for you. Yes, I'll give them that. But is that going to make a top five comedic actor of comedic actor of all time? No. Remember, I was saying my personal, and I just there's right. some Ben Stiller projects that for me there's two I, I absolutely love two of them. Three. What's the third one? Walter Mitty. <laughs> How many times I got to say that? <laughs> I, I I didn't disrespect Jim Carrey. He was in my top five. So then, this wasn't one. People was like, oh, 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 oh. So we go back. So then we uh got it's another tough. another comment in the in the on Instagram. And move a little quicker through these because I want to know who won. Both of these lists are trash. Wow. Jeez. No, suck me. <laughs> Respectfully, suck me. But Dev gets my vote this week because because in what world is Ben Stiller funnier than Jim Carrey? And that's the that's what I, that's what it boils down to for me. Earth. <laughs> In what world? Planet Earth. 
And then somebody commented No Richard Pryor But didn't put a vote But they were just confused On the lack of yeah, Richard I, Pryor Yeah I, I responded to that directly Yeah Richard, Richard Pryor, Pryer is a he, Stand up comedian Yeah He's a Comedic sh- acting wise He's got some good outings But he doesn't have like All time classic Comedic acting Jones I mean The most popular Is maybe Harlem Nights But he was kind of like A piece of that movie It was yeah. an ensemble thing It wasn't focused on him and he didn't have like a standout performance. Actually, in that movie, he was pretty chill. And he did a lot of acting with the boy Willy Wonka. What's his name? <laughs> Gene Wilder. Yeah, Gene Wilder. He did a oh, lot man, of Willy, Willy Wonka. Wonka. Willy Wonka project. You dummy. <laughs> I'm back to calling you a dummy. I took like 20 episodes off showing people how dumb you are, but I'm back. All right, so we go on YouTube. Yo, you dumb. Devin wins this week. I enjoyed both your lists, but Jack Black and Steve Corral are more Carol for David. Or whatever he said last week Because if I don't say Golden Corral He gets mad I love Jack Black More than Will Ferrell And Martin Lawrence So Devin gets the vote for me Wait you had Jack Black On your top I had Jack Black yeah Where was he? Five Okay That's appropriate Um, Another comment My vote for this My vote this week Is for Devin And then last comment is I'm going to vote for Dave This week Just because I have to Pick somebody So Didn't didn't even <laughs> didn't even like your list, but just because they love the show and they want to pick somebody, they picked Dave. <laughs> I know many know. Um they said that Adam's uh crazy that none of us included Adam Sandler. Eddie not should, crazy at all. Eddie should be number one and um we're getting our Philly revoked because we didn't uh, mention Kevin Hart. Uh no I'm not. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm not putting Kevin Hart in my top five. Nah, it's not. It, we got one day. We got to have a honest conversation about Kevin Hart. Yeah, and like what he, where he ranks. He's like he's like the equivalent of Young Thug in com- comedy. He's the Young Thug of comedy. <laughs> uh, and I'll explain that metaphor some other time. Some other time. Episode eighty-seven. Uh, so right now we're tied. We need a tiebreaker, and we usually go to. Bendito for the tiebreaker, don't we? Oh my gosh. Let's you get it, Benny. <laughs> Cha-ching. <laughs> yeah, my vote's going for Dev this week. Yes, sir. Okay. Great. Yes, and sir. <laughs> and that was brought to you by Ivendito. Alex don't get a vote because it's a half a vote, right? So it really don't matter. Yeah, it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> Question of the week Do zodiac signs matter? Uh, comments on YouTube Never been a believer of Zodiac I agree with Dave That most people use it as an excuse mm, I love when people agree with Dave <laughs> it, It's Yeah I mean I, I try to bring wisdom Knowledge uh, Money power Respect to this podcast And I think that My insights were, were valuable It is It's just a, a thing That people Ascribe value to There is no inherent value mm-hmm. You know what I mean Like what is a Capricorn even Wait, what is that actually? Ground, I'm Earth, grounded. No, what's the animal associated with Capricorn? A uh, half goat, half human, like half really? human. Like, what is that? Me. That's oh. a, is that an actual thing? A Capricorn? <laughs> like, can you be walking in the woods and be like, "Yo, that's a Capricorn right there"? I don't think so. Probably not. Uh-uh. <laughs> why is this? Why is this bugging you? What is Gemini? <laughs> shut up. What is Gemini? Aquemini. <laughs> Another vote on Instagram. I mean, another um, another comment on YouTube. Horoscopes really don't matter to me, but I, like other girls, have looked into my the significance of my horoscope and my husband's horoscope and how they match up. 
So the person is saying that they don't agree with horoscopes, but they have looked into it. So they are kind of curious to see what they say, which I feel like all of us have done. I'm pretty sure you've looked into a horoscope, Dave, just to see like if you and your lady maybe match or if it describes you a little bit as a person and who you are. Yeah, but I think that just speaks to the popularity of horoscopes. I mean, yeah, that that that's I could see that cuz everybody kind of does that, but that person saying don't really believe in them full-heartedly. Right, but they still look it up. Then we had somebody on YouTube. That's kind of what Benny said last week. Yeah. We had somebody on YouTube call Dave out. Wow, questioning Dave's friendship. Somebody said, "Dave, I believe in zodiac signs. I'm a Virgo." Questioning our friendship right now, Dave. You think it's you think it's general, but most traits described for a Taurus describe you. There is something to it. It helps explain some people's behavior for me. And I agree with Benny. It's usually it's hey, usually right regarding <laughs> it's usually right regarding uh your capability. And llama. Your ca- <laughs> compatibility. I said capability. <laughs> is you dumb boy? <laughs> Wow, Benny, you got, you, you got, is that Benny's first official I agree with Benny? I think so. I don't think anybody ever agreed with Benny ever. How about you? Have you ever agreed with Benny? <sighs> yeah, I mean, I think he's, he's pretty smart. Mm-hmm. Um, you, on the other hand, dumb. Because <laughs> you dumb boy. <laughs> you lost the top, oh wait, you won the top I five. won the top five. Um, Who won it, the question of the week? <laughs> <laughs> the question of- Alex, you get a half a vote. You vote for me? I won. Um, <laughs> and then lastly, the last comment on Instagram. Um, they matter as much as fantasy football, fantasy basketball. So not really at all, but it's harmless fun. So people should just do what they want to do. Um, It's harmless fun. I mean, I, I hear you on that who, one, who though. Who scrolls the, the, the Zodiac like... <laughs> 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 I love having harmless fun. <laughs> It's not fun to do like is Zodiac's fun? Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Virgo. Wee <laughs> It's not fun. It's stupid. Look, I get it. People make a whole career out of that too. We didn't talk about that last week. I think that was another component that we probably should have touched on. Like there's people who they they that's they do that as a business. They read those cards and they right. like check the moon and stuff and they throw like a bunch of different disparate objects on the table like a piece of a bone and a rock <laughs> and they do they read it and they be like oh snap you about to die or something Yo. <laughs> what are you describing right a now a piece of a bone you never or seen a rock that? they throw like these items and then they they read how they land or whatever that's all a part of that hocus pocus sound like some voodoo shit yeah I have no idea. I'm I'm saying people make a career out of reading your your leaves and the sky and all that for you, your birth chart. Right. Okay. You know, it's big business. There's apps. Did any of y'all ever have an app for horoscopes? Yeah. Did. Did. Yeah. <laughs> I could have told you that. He used to wake up in the morning and read his, his app. Oh. Sagittarius. <laughs> My lucky numbers today. <laughs> Having so much harmless fun. <laughs> oh. So shout out to everybody who voted. Good shout question, out to you though. if you it, commented. It, it got it got some some people on the question of the week. We we touching the post right now, people. Yeah, out there listening. What's the post sounding like? 
It's like boom 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 What we got this week, man? I did enough of this. We took fifteen minutes to recap. Listen, well, hey man, the more that people comment, the hey, listen, we're gonna read everybody's comment. We're gonna get down to it one. So when people chime in and they want to talk to us, we want to talk to them straight on the podcast. Dave, this week I know you hype. I know Alex is hype. Benny's hype. This week. It's it's a it's a celebration, man. The Double XL finally unveiled their annual list of up and coming 2023 freshman rappers. Hey yo, Jerry Chestnut, ah! I put my fucking dick on your chestnut, nigga. Hey, Fuck out of here. Let's get it. And this list, Dave, mm-hmm. Alex, Benny is popping, bro. It is popping. Let me let me read you these names. I'm talking about titans mm-hmm. in the music industry. All right, <laughs> Glorilla. Mm. Right, remember her? No. Okay. What is who does that? What is that person? She's name? the FNF John. Yeah, it it D D C K E T. That's a little boozy. Is it? Sound like him? Dave, not on a Glorilla. Finesse two times with a Y instead of an I. I don't know who that is, Dave. Then you must know who Lola Brooke is. I think I do know who Lola Brooke is. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Right? <laughs> Rob Forty Nine. All right. I'm looking to Alex because he he's oh uh, he's he's he's, in he's got the post that. on the young kids. Yeah. What is this? Who's the next? Rob Forty Nine. What is he saying? Uh, Hellcat Strangle. Hellcat Strike Strangle. Rob Forty Nine is also his Xbox Live Gamer Tag <laughs> for anybody who want to <laughs> so play. So he sings him. Hellcat Strangler. All right. Friday with two Y's. No, I haven't heard of Friday. You know Friday? No. I don't know any of these people. Alex does, of course. Um, what does he say? God did. He was the harmonizer. He was the guy who sang and God did. Yeah. Oh, the count of the song. Okay, a singer. <laughs> I've heard it a couple times. <laughs> they didn't believe in us. <laughs> I fought it. Um, a Philly guy. Uh-huh. Too rare. Too rare. Too rare? Mm-hmm. What does too rare sing? Alex, he really? does. He does like those kind of songs. He like, does the type of songs. Yeah, songs. but he didn't. I just want to rock was little was little Uzi Vert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did a Logan listens into it. I don't know. Um, Sleazy World, go. Oh, I'm sorry. Sleazy World Go is his name. Sleazy World Go. Yeah. Man, these names are pretty terrible. Central C, real Boston Richie, Luth Tyler, Tia Corinne. Love Tyler. And DC to Don. Why you laugh when he said love Tyler? Yes, he said love Tyler. Is, uh, what is it? He said it wrong. Sorry. It's L U H. Oh, like love. <laughs> like love, but. Love like, Tyler. Love, but. You, Alex is, is giving us the appropriate pronunciations and everything, so that's why I'm trusting him. Anyway, mm-hmm. the list came out. Obviously, people hopped right on it. Yeah, a bunch of heavy hitters. Why? Oh Started chiming in. Right. So Double XL, for those who don't know, is a magazine and they've been they've been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. They kind of like give hip hop critique. And I think Double XL really came out when hip hop was trying to emerge. And it was like, we need our own publication. Yes. You know, you got Rolling Stone magazine. This and that. So Double XL is kind of that version, but in the hip hop community. Mm-hmm. And one thing that they've started doing as a tradition is every year they'll do their freshman list of like the top whatever artists mm-hmm. 
of that year. And like listen, up and coming. And listen, at one you point, artists. at one point, everybody like Kendrick was on here, Meek was on here, right. Big Back in like what, like twenty eleven, something like that. Yeah, twenty twelve ish. Yeah, uh, they had. Uh, I think Cole was on here at one point. He was one of them. They had a bunch of like heavy hitters and people who you would think Drake was never one. But they had a bunch of people who were on here and who were like legit. Like they were. They say that it, some of it is political. It's like yeah. who knows who or what label you on. Exactly. But they're supposed to be, like I the, the term I used before, like tastemakers mm-hmm. who find a new sound. Yes. They're supposed to have their. What they supposed to have there? The pulse. The pulse on the. On what the streets is listening to, who's up and coming, who's gonna be a star. Wale was on it one time. Wale was on. He was on the one with Meek and them. Um. So so um, yeah. so the the magazine came out because mind you they have a bunch of artists come on and try to get into this double XL magazine freshman cipher, and the magazine came out and said narrowing down eight over eighty artists to twelve, these talents do not not only have been the cream that has risen to the top but serve as the representation of the current pulse of this year's sound, ah! electric vibey nostalgic just. Damn good music. Mm-hmm. So I said, "All right, damn good music. Let's hear this damn good music." So Double XL came out with a trailer, sort of free, uh, showcasing all these different artists, mm-hmm. and you're gonna hear a snippet from each of these artists. So let me play that trailer. This for is you. from the Double XL freestyles. Yeah, exactly, but this is like a the trailer that they give you because what they do in the freestyle is they do like a cipher between all of them, and then they give each artist like a minute or two to just do their own thing, showcase their skill. Exactly. So here we go. Here we go. We're starting this off right here. All the nights that I gave up sleep just to be here now, they won't break me down. Patty went 85, perfect timing. They can lock and hold the trap down just like a lineman. The labels didn't want nothing to do with me. Say I'm a gangster, I'm a liability. Every time I turn around, I'm trying to get on, so they rap about killing me. Realized my mother was poor at the age of 18. Bills stay paid, but it wasn't what it seemed. She gon' feel offended, section ain't know what I mean. Ever fell in love with her? Thinking you can change her? I'm saving like the Power Rangers. I'm with the bros, can't ride the show up, they don't let them in. Diamonds yeah. on my chain, I make it snow like with a weatherman. I've been high off life, taking all my wrongs and trying to make them right. Skirt! Yeah, in the Hellcat Charger, thinking about my dog, but he ain't here. These are my kids, my sons. I've been carrying this for nine months. What the fuck is you dumb? And you can't kick a nigga with none of us, you ain't getting no punch. Woke up to like 30-something texts and 10 missed calls. City after city, I'm cruising, I swear I miss y'all. And I'm beating that give a combos, and I'm killing and chilling in sambas. You want I go talk to your mama? I get money, don't f- with the drama. Is I comes in money and coming? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> what did I just listen to? <laughs> what is this? I feel like, <laughs> <laughs> yo, this is this is crazy. It feel like <sighs> to me, it felt it. All of this felt like when you're in high school and you got the one boy who's trying to work on his craft, and you're like, yo, you're not gonna make it. I feel like this is like <laughs> what the like in, inside the internal monologue of somebody with Tourette sounds like. <laughs> crazy to think about. Hey yo, <laughs> like that's what's going on in their brain the whole time. Like it's just a scattered. It's really no consistency. 
is Benny's yawn, Bendito's yawning. He couldn't even stay. He could. He wasn't even locked in. You feel yeah. me? Zero talent on that roster. <laughs> <laughs> Another good comment from Bendito. <laughs> Dinnerless, talentless roster. <laughs> Crazy. The one boy came on, start singing off rip. <laughs> yeah, we might need to run it back and break it down section by section. All right, let's go. So the this first nuts. The first boy that's, that raps is the boy. It's, fr- it's really sad that this is like, so you, you this big magazine. Yes. You're supposed to be telling us these are, this is like the future. This is the wave of the new talent. These are the people you need to listen to. And that's what I have to judge off of. All the nights that I gave up sleep to be now, they won't break me down. Is there multiple people there? Yeah. <laughs> he has like seven people behind them harmonizing with him. <laughs> that's not even hip hop. That's singing. That's the boy. This the boy who was in the Jay Z John. Yeah, but <sighs> this is Friday. Double XL supposed to be like a rap. The, the, the freshman John is supposed to be rap. You want to hear I, I'm not mad that something would go a different direction and say they, they're going to start incorporating stuff, but like, it's, it, that's how you introduce it. You want to hear rap? Uh, yeah, yeah. Rose Gold Patty went 85, perfect timing. They can lock and hold the trap down just like a lineman. The labels didn't want. That was tough. Was Southern Bowl, obviously. They what need did he say? It, there is- <laughs> he said they hold it down like a lineman. Like a lineman. Alignment, a llama, or alignment, <laughs> like a alignment, a llama. Hold it down like a na- llama. <laughs> Shout out! Yeah. Okay, so that that was just there's always southern confusion. Like I, always- I never understand what a, a South Bowl is saying. A the, real South. You got to have a Southern Bowl on everything. Just you sound do. like he's just rapping with peanut butter in his mouth. Yeah, it's you gotta <laughs> <laughs> like he eats mouthful of peanut butter, stork ankles or something. Like it's just a it's just a Southern Bowl got to be there. That's just a <laughs> shout it. Play next. Finesse two times <laughs> is next. This is who was that before. That before for the next two times, his name was um, R- Real Boston Richie. Real Boston Richie was the one that said alignment. Alignment. And then it was Friday was the singer. Friday was a singer. Now we listening to Finesse three times. Two times with the two. Okay. And the Y instead of the I in times. Okay. The labels didn't want nothing to do with me. Say I'm a gangster. I'm a liability. Every time I turn around, they're trying to get on, so they rap about killing. He's old. What's that in the back? Is that the uh, <laughs> Ocean a- Gate guys knocking <laughs> on the face? Yeah. They say I'm a liability. They say I'm a liability. You were stuck in the submarine. Who cares Shut if you're a liability? He's old. People, like, rappers he, always talking about somebody who's against them. This is an old head, too, mind you. Oh, he's like older. He's, he's not he, a young boy. He looked like he's, he's a sophomore. <laughs> Double XL sophomore. Yeah, yeah. He's looked like he's like 30, 30 or 40 at least. All right, what's next? Realize my mother was poor. There's Lola Brooks. Okay. The only Lola I know is Bunny. Well, at the age of 18, bills stayed paid, but it wasn't what it seemed. She gonna feel offended. Section ain't know what I mean. Ever. She got the nails like she went like this on her chest, and her mm-hmm. nails came to her shoulders. <laughs> She's Wolverine. Oh her nails is crazy. And she, she realized her mother was poor when she was 18. <laughs> she did. She just realized it. <laughs> She's like 19. 18 years. Later. <laughs> So from zero to seventeen, <laughs> she, she didn't realize it. 
Realized my mother was poor when I was 18. <laughs> Shout out. Then this, we got this boy. His nose is crazy. His nose touched the tips of his lips. What's his name? His name is... Uh, fell in love. What? Sleazy World Go. Okay. Okay. Thinking you can change it. I'm saving like the Power Rangers. I'm with the bros. Can't ride the show up down. Yeah. This is getting worse. Save her like a Power Ranger. Yeah, he said you ever fell in love with a hoe and felt you could save her. <laughs> I, I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> Shout out to Sleazy World Go. Okay, Sleazy World really go. Alex Go. Then you got this boy Lud Tyler. He's fifteen. He's got to be fourteen years old. Mm-hmm. He's a child. Mm-hmm. Benny, put this up on the screen when we're doing this. All right. All right. He looks like a child. He got braces on. Okay. <laughs> like, he looked like an actual kid. This is crazy. Listen. Our Rangers. I'm with the bros. Can't ride the show up. They don't let them in. Diamonds on my chain. I make it snow like with a weatherman. I've been high off life. <laughs> they didn't let the young boy rap for too long. Diamonds on my chain. His mom told him. Make it snow like the weatherman. <laughs> yeah. The weatherman does not make it snow. <laughs> The weather makes the snow. <laughs> the weatherman <laughs> announces the snow. This is Rob 49, all right? Shout out to him. Taking all my wrongs and trying to make them right. Skirt. Yeah, and the Hellcat Charles is thinking about my dog, but he ain't here. He's my- he didn't rhyme one time. <laughs> His rhyme was Skirt a noise. making onomatopoeia noises. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Thinking about skirt. Pew, pew. Kerpow. He yeah. sounds like a Batman magazine. <laughs> that's Say, yeah, pow. That's crazy. Then the next boy, this is the boy from Philly, mm-hmm. and he's got a white outline on his hairline, and it's like pure white. Fresh. He's fresh from the barbershop. <laughs> like pure white. Like it's cocaine. It's like somebody took chalk right. and went all along. powder work. So here we go. My kids, my sons. I've been carrying this for nine months. What the fuck is you dumb? And you can't kick a nigga with none of us. You ain't getting no punts. Woke up to like 30 something. You can't kick it with us. You ain't getting no punts. Oh. Uh, he I, said, I've been carrying this for nine months. <laughs> Y'all my shuns? <laughs> Y'all is <just> my shuns? <laughs> It's like it carrying you for nine months. You ain't get no crumbs. It's like he closed his mouth so the word "son" wouldn't come out. <laughs> Yo, my shuns. You carrying for nine months. You ain't my shuns. <laughs> you dumb. He was talking to you. <laughs> Cause you dumb. DC the dime. I'm texting ten missed calls. <laughs> city after city. <laughs> he took a break. You just say anything. <laughs> He just said what was happening in real life. He looked at his phone. He was like, one missed text, ten missed calls. Was he sleeping when he... Is he laying down? 45 unread emails. (laughs) He sounded like he's laying down. He's wearing a a, a all red, like, furry... I I can't stand, like, these sleepy rappers. (laughs) Open your mouth. Actually speak words. Wake like, up. Wake up. Yeah. Drink coffee. Do something. <laughs> Have a donut. Yeah, go to Dunkin'. It's right there for you. And don't take a 15-second pause in the middle of your cipher. After just making an observation on your phone. <laughs> yeah, I'm cruising. I swear I miss y'all. And I'm beating that give a combos. And I'm killing and chilling and sambas. You want to go talk to your mama? I get money, don't f- with the drama. Is our commas and money and coming? That was Corinne. Tia Corinne. 
feel really bad for these um, for these artists and for the, for the youth. You know, I look at somebody like Alex, and I'm like, I feel bad for you that this is what you have to look forward to. And Alex be bumping this joint too, he, right? Like because he grew up in this generation, he has to like this. Like he has to be in the know and has to find virtues of these people that he's like, yeah, like finesse three time is really great because you know he just speaks to like the struggle. Yeah. And Lola Brooke, like she realized her mom was poor. <laughs> And we can all relate But it's terrible And DC to Don I got one misread text message too I can relate to him It's like I had a missed call once too <laughs> You know like you I feel really bad That the current generation Has to ascribe to this But You know I, I know I try really hard To not be closed minded Because I know I'm getting around That an age where it's like I can start being judgmental Of the generation after me and being like that bitter old, like everything was better in my time or whatever. But I try, I try to keep an open mind. But that, how could you like that? There's nothing. There was nothing cool about any of that. Uh, a lot of it. Honestly, is- the coolest thing was the bull singing in the beginning. But oh, yeah. like I said, I'm just surprised that it was a double XL cipher and the bull is harmonizing. You gonna get his album? No. <laughs> but I'm saying like that's how low the bar is. That the coolest thing was hearing the guy kind of sing a little. Well, I think people stopped really focusing on, like, what the rapper's saying. I think that's been gone. I think people don't care about lyrics anymore. I think it's more about the sound. Because you put a beat behind this, right? And if the beat is tough, you don't care what they're saying. Yeah. It's just the way that it is now. Literally. It's Half, for the producers. Yeah, it, it literally is. All Every yeah. every high schooler or, or kid in college is blasting their music in their car they're not nobody's listening to the lyrics they got the windows down and you're just hearing a beat that's really what it is that's all you want to listen to it's about I don't partying know if I agree with that though because when I see younger people playing their music they know all the lyrics one that's amazing that y'all know how to interpret some of these people's lyrics because I that's can't I, I can't understand about 75% of current artists actually what they're saying right because when you add like the the <laughs> Like the trap rappers and now the the drill ones, it's really hard to understand what they're saying because they're rapping so fast, mm. and it's they got some weird thing on their voice where they're trying to be gruff. Like now all the women rappers want to have like the gruff voice, and then the guy rappers want to be even gruffer voices, or they want to sound like yeah that like slow kind of I'm incoherent rap. I blame Future for that, where where you just don't understand <laughs> what they're saying when they talk. Yeah, like there's no enunciation. It's funny too because I was I was reading this article um, a while back and it was talking about how like comparing the generations and like back when <sighs> in the '90s when Wu Tang came out, everybody thought they were the most ignorant thing on the planet. Like they were like these ignorant hood dudes. But when you look back, like somebody did a breakdown of like the vocabulary. Wu Tang had like one of the most extensive vocabularies in any of any hip hop artist or group ever like using words that are highly intelligible and stuff like that um so to think it's come from that and and i get it like every generation you look at a a group and just because they're younger you go wow that's really ignorant Mm -hmm. but when you compare let's say a wu-tang with like artists that are coming out now freshman two times it's like wu-tang is like socrates and plato basically (laughs) (laughs) and they use socrates it's like einstein and you Smart and dumb. It's oh, me? Night and day, yeah. You as in me? You. Oh. Now you, Darvish, the pitcher from the Texas Rangers. <laughs> you, or Devin. San Diego Padres, I should say. <laughs> you, Devin. 
Cause you dumb boy <laughs> You gonna stop playing With my name dude. Well, You know what I mean Like nah, that's kinda you. crazy That to think I always I always I don't need to cut you off Dave But I always no, no, Do these lists And I always bring this To the table Because we're at heart, this podcast of ours, we talk about a lot, but at heart, we talk about a lot of hip hop, and that's kind of where our roots are. So, anytime there's something with music, especially hip hop, I got to bring it to the table and I got to show you guys where hip hop is at now because we're all, all of us in here, we don't, we do a song in the, in the beginning of the podcast and at the end, we have never played something from just this generation within those songs. So, that just goes to show you where our mind's at when it comes to music. We're still waiting on the next great thing. We're still waiting on the artists from the older generations to drop good music that we, we can listen to. Do we to. need to, though? Like, that's my question. What do you mean? Do we need to be more open? I, I really feel like I want to hear the opinion of somebody who champions current artists. Because I want to know what is it that you're finding? What are you seeing in them that you appreciate or enjoy? How do you think they're contributing to, to the genre? We got to have... To music. I really, you know what I mean? Yeah, but a lot of them are just trendy artists. I feel like nowadays it's whatever's gonna get the clicks, whatever's gonna get the TikTok dance, and whatever's gonna get the the quick view. Because mm-hmm. the attention span is shrinking for these kids, and they they're not looking for like we used to, like a whole body of work. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, this artist is amazing because they know how to put together an album and an idea and a concept. They're not worried about that. They worried about what's the quickest. Next song, whatever song is going to be the next that I could dance to. What's the next, like I said, the next trend for me to dance on TikTok to, or what's what's hot for two weeks and then later on, it's just it doesn't mean nothing. There's no substance to it. Mm. So, you, so what you're kind of saying is that the the aim of the music, the aim of the art in and of itself, has shifted, yeah. so that you're not worried about like. The, like you said The body of work Kind of the art form And staying true To some sort of art form It's more about Can you produce Revenue Foot traffic Yep Clicks Streams Etc Yeah And that could really be The, the, the key the, the key difference You know If it, if it is that And I would I probably would tend to agree mm-hmm. with you Then that's just it It's just We're living in a culture Where It's more about Can you draw attention To yourself Yeah not are you producing good art? You just need one, man. You just it. need one, and then when it blow up on TikTok, it's a wrap. You you made it. You got your money. But I, then mm-hmm. I wonder, and maybe I'm gonna look to I'm gonna look at you, Alex, for this. Like, is that something that is accepted among the younger generation? You being the youngest of us, like, is that something that you know? Like, do you recognize? Oh yeah, it's just because it sound good at a party, or because there's like a TikTok trend to it. But I know that it's not really like this timeless classic art. Is that like a thing that you feel like you you acknowledge or you, you no, feel differently? No, for sure. Like now, like see, even since high school for me, like straight away, everything since high school has been all right. TikTok, 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 new sound, new sound, but no albums have been like, oh yeah, we like the whole album. It's just, oh, you like that one song because of that person. Mm. Oh, I could do this dance, bro. So it's not really. Alex needs a mic. Yeah. No, no. And along with Benny, this is a half of an opinion. Along with Benny too, the artists are now. I saw a whole interview from like five hours. They said, "Oh, I'm dropping mixtapes before the albums, so they know that mixtape goes out first. If that blows up, I'm gonna have to drop the album." Yeah, so right. I mean, so Alex, uh, if you can't hear, you know, through the microphones or whatever, Alex is basically saying they you're not looking for an album. Yeah, is is pretty well known and established that it's like 
one hit wonders are okay. And that's a that's a far cry and a complete one eighty from, you know, a, a time where you would you didn't want to be. That's exactly what you didn't want to be was mm-hmm. a one hit wonder, because you that meant clowned. that you just yeah you were in and out. You know, you had one song that popped off and then you kind of go into obscurity. Um, so it's interesting. It's interesting to, to think about where does that lead next yeah. for music. Your legacy doesn't matter anymore, and that's not just a hip hop mm. thing. I think that's all art right now. Like all this stuff about AI generated art is, I think, in the same realm. Yeah, it's like, what's the aim of art? If the aim of art is just to produce imagery, <clears throat> then that's how you find it okay that there's AI generated art. Right. But what real artists are saying, people who paint, draw, whatever. You know, illustrators, they're like, this doesn't have the same level of heart, soul, attention to detail, perfecting of the craft that we have to offer. And so it, it cheapens it. But if if it's just about getting imagery out, like you got these companies building these algorithms and stuff, and they're all about speed and efficiency. You type in a, a keyword or phrase and they'll pop out a painting for you. Yeah, seriously. Um so it's, it's going to be just, interesting to see where things go. Yeah. I mean, but this is what the future of this year, at least 2023, this is what they're saying. These are the new cats coming out. These are the new artists. Be on the lookout for them. And the last thing I'll say about this topic before we move on is that um, that's not to say that there's not artists that aren't doing this. Yeah. We know that there's artists out yes. doing more traditional hip hop or like sticking to some of those core values that. You know the music we're we're talking about, but they're just not getting that mainstream. Yeah, play. It's there, but obviously Double XL ain't looking for them. They're, they're not looking for it. They're looking for what they know. Like Alex said, like the people who are gonna have that one song, that one song, and then that's all you need. I saw people it. were talking about how Ice Spice wasn't on this, but it was like some yeah, some like she said it was scheduling snafu. She couldn't make the photo shoot and the you know the the freestyle or whatever, so she. Cause she probably read the list, but um, that, that's what people always argue every year. When somebody notable declines it, it's like, did you decline it? Cause you didn't want to be associated with these people. Like you said, Drake never did one. Drake never did one, but he's definitely one of the bigger artists. Yeah. And I feel like at that time too, cause like, like Kendrick did one, but it was like, like I said, like Meek was on it. Um, Big crit. There was a bunch of artists when Kendrick did his, that were actually like notable tech nine was also on that one as well. So there was, uh, Tech Nine, you thinking of the BT Cypress there? No, no, no. Tech Nine was uh was on the was on one of the um uh uh what is it uh no I am thinking of the BT Cypress. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna let you get to it. Tech Nine is like fifty years old. Yeah. yeah so was the, so was the boy that was in this joint. <laughs> the old head in this joint. Oh yeah, Rob, forty nine years old. Except I'm saying it was You might as well just did the uh, we will rock you beat. <laughs> <laughs> Tech nine. Um Machine Gun Kelly was an XL. Machine Gun Kelly was one too. Unfortunately. But um, he, his tongue wasn't black then. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, um Double XL for hey look, if you guys if you're listening in, you like something there, you got the artist names, check it out. We always, you know, support people who are doing music and doing art, but No we don't. This is what <laughs> This is too many people. I don't support that. <laughs> this is what uh, music is leading to, and this is kind of what, like like Double XL said. This is these are the artists with their posts, you know, the finger on the post with the culture. So, um, <laughs> but what what um what we got next, man? I know I know um 
it's about that time, right? Question of the week. We wanted to switch it up a little bit and not make that the last topic. Well, no, before before we get to the question of the week, I, I saw something that I wanted to ask y'all. What's that? I thought it was mad interesting. Okay. And it was a it was an article in the New York Post, and apparently there's this um, you know, trending topic conversation right now about this concept of micro cheating. Okay. Hashtag micro cheating. This sounds stupid. I'm interested. Now let me explain to you what micro cheating <laughs> is, because I want to get y'all's take on if this is if this makes sense to you. Okay. So micro cheating is the idea that um there are certain actions you can take that would be constituted as cheating because is basically you making an intimate connection with some Something else outside of the confines of your relationship. Elaborate. Classic example of micro cheating and that's being debated is like liking Instagram posts of like IG models or, you know, guys who, who yeah, just liking pictures of other people. Um, maybe if you have like a OnlyFans and you pay to see somebody's OnlyFans, that this can be considered my, a form of micro cheating. Now, to my understanding, this isn't a new topic. People have talked about how, like, because, like, I think, I guess you could throw in this pot, like, porn. If you watch porn, is that... <laughs> oh, Boston Cream. Yeah. I watch porn. Yeah, I, come on, Dad. Don't nobody need to know that, man. I think people could have guessed it. Yeah. <laughs> well, cheekless. You got something. Cheekless. Cheekless, dinnerless, dumb boy. <laughs> you watch dumb porn? <laughs> dumb Come on, they stop micromanaging, man. So um, talk about micro penises or whatever you just that, That's been a topic. That's been a topic for a minute. Is like people, you know, married couples. They find out one person's wa- watches porn or has an OnlyFans, or whatever. And they're like, you're disrespecting the relationship. It's considered a form of cheating. But now they've given it. You know, everything nowadays needs a term. Yeah, micro cheating. So I've heard this before, and I've had friends bring it up before, saying like, you know, my boyfriend does this, or the ex, you know, the opposite way that my girlfriend does this. Mm-hmm. I never knew there was a, a a word for it, micro cheating, right? Like I said, I'm pretty sure that that's like a relatively newer term, but the <sighs> the idea of that has been around for a little. I bit. think it's so. Stu- I think it's really dumb. <laughs> Why? I think it's really dumb because you put it. It puts your partner on this pedestal like they're not a human like they're not a regular person <laughs> it, does it make any sense like you're saying they should accept the fact that they're regular and the ig models better no no no. my my point is that everybody in this room everybody mm-hmm. in this world has done that we've looked at a girl who has a nice body you've Watched like Dave said, you I watched porn. It's something that's not really. I haven't spent money on that stuff, right? I'm not that type of person. But yes, I've watched it. Yes, I've looked. I've seen. If there's a a good looking girl, I'll look. But like saying that, getting mad at somebody, I feel like you're now telling them like I couldn't believe like you did what everybody does. <laughs> it's 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 weird. It's kind of it's kind of this thing. Is like why are you surprised when one you're probably doing that yourself. You know, man or woman, everybody's going to there's going to be noticeable people out there that you're looking at and you're probably doing that yourself. And then to get mad at your partner for liking a picture on social media 
Well, let me let me read this uh, list of examples of micro cheating because it's more than just the, the Instagram thing. thing. Yeah. Okay, okay, go ahead. This is interesting. So examples of micro cheating. I'm gonna just run through them real quick. Messaging or texting someone in a flirtatious way. Okay. Liking or posting a provocative comment on someone's Instagram or Facebook page. Like so somebody was like, I could really use some head right now. And you just hit the little heart like next to it. Oh, uh, micro cheat. Okay. <laughs> Lying about your relationship status. You seen anybody? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Surprise. <laughs> Keeping a dating profile. So oh, if you're dating somebody and then you, you keep your bumble or your stumble or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Humble. Giving your phone number to a person you know is attracted to you. Interesting. Yeah. If you know they feeling you and you a munch, <laughs> you give them your number and okay. take them to lunch. Okay. Obsessively cyber stalking a crush or an ex. Yeah, that's OD. That's creepy. Yeah. But I don't. Okay. Keep talking on. about your sex life, sexting or sending new pics to someone else. Talk like sending nude pics to somebody else that's not your partner. Like yes, sending nudes. That's more than micro cheating. Yeah, that's more that's than micro cheating. That's what I'm saying. But okay, so this is this is I'm just this, reading this list of examples of micro cheating. They gotta make a list. Frequently for communicating with someone who flirts with you. So the first one was like you messaging somebody in a flirtatious way. The other one is keeping communication or contact with someone who flirt who's clearly flirting with you. I think that's kind of similar to the giving your number to somebody who you, you know is attractive yes. to you. Yes. Right. Removing your wedding or engagement ring. Ooh. That's cheating. Keeping regular communication with an ex. I don't think that's cheating. Keeping communication with an ex is drawling. I think this list is kind of weird because there's like extremes on this, John, and then there's like really lights. Like, it like the list is kind of nuts. Like, it's everywhere. The severity of this list to try to bundle that all into one. Like, I think That's it's true. <laughs> it's like on one bullet, it's like, it's like looking at a girl across the street. The next one is showing your pipe out. <laughs> <laughs> at church. At church, in front of the pastor. Showing the pastor your pipe. <laughs> hey. It is a little kind of all over the yeah. the, um, the spectrum. No, like there's some of the stuff on that list that yeah, I would I would be like, all right, you're drawing one, um, the sending naked pictures of yourself to anybody that's not your partner is drawing. What if it's for science purposes? <laughs> like, yo, look at the way I'm shaped. Yo, that's crazy. What do you think this bump is? It's all tit work. Like, <laughs> it's that, that time. Um, sending nudes is nuts. Keeping in contact with an ex, I think, is bad, too. That's draw. Why? Because there was feelings there before. So I feel like... I feel like what if it, the contact is you saying, I hate you? Once a day, you send it in the morning. But why you... you once a day, you send it, That means that they're always on your mind. There's draw That's true, too. Okay. I was just testing you. Um, testing your, um, your statements. Um, what else was on there that was uh, kind of nutty? The ring. The ring. So I don't believe I don't think that's bad, and here's why. Well, where I work at personally, I know that there's uh, guys and girls that remove their ring, but it's just because when you got to put on gloves, when you have to mess with patients, mm-hmm. it's you don't want your ring getting dirty or like some of the rings slip off and fall off. So people tend to be like, I don't want my ring to fall off in the middle of yeah messing with so. With that one specifically, I don't really find that wrong because if, I know. What if you do it like you are going out on a night out? 
just girls night out. Yeah, then that's I think that's different. But that's what I'm saying. You got to you, you know that there's a, a what's it called nonverbal communication signal mm-hmm. with the ring. Yeah, somebody sees it on your finger, they go, oh. I just think that it's different. You know what I mean? Like it's it's very different. It's very uh, it, this list is just too broad for me to. Or to be like, yeah, <laughs> like that's yeah. You cheap. can't just put all this in one jaw and call it micro cheating. This is all. I mean, it's, it all situation based as well. Like that devil saying about the ring, but a lot of this shit is crazy. So yeah, that's not. I'm gonna throw this at y'all. What there there are people who, and I think this is gonna this is maybe a bridge to the question of the week. But there are people who say, look, you know, the reality is we're human beings and we have connections with multiple people. And there are people who feel that you denying the fact that you find other people attractive outside of your chosen partner, you know, if you want to be a uh, quote unquote monogamous, like basically I'm saying people question and push back on what monogamy should mean and that it's not natural for you to just think you're, you're going to like completely not see any other person who you find attractive because you really connect with someone. So the idea, like, I guess going back to the whole liking pictures thing or, you know, somebody like flirts with you and you a little flirty back, you you don't think you're going to act on it. But you're like, I'm not going to sit here and act like. <laughs> Yo, what's a little flirty back? <laughs> Just a slight flick of the tongue. Start rubbing your nipple or something. But what do y'all think about that? I mean, does that fly with you? I mean, I got. I didn't know if you wanted to jump in, Benny, and say something. Um, I, I, so the thought that I just had when you were while you were talking is, I feel like with that stuff, there's levels to like partners. I would say, right? Mm-hmm. So, like you said, like somebody might say, like, "Oh, that's not too bad." Like, I don't want to be whatever the case may be. So, with that being said, that's a conversation that you and your partner can have. And kind of build on that and kind of go through, okay, like this is where I think is like a little too much for me, in my opinion, personally, because mm-hmm. I, I think about this. I thought about like there's probably, like you said, only fans, uh, ladies and guys out there or, or porn stars who are like they don't care about that stuff. Like you could send your, your a picture of your man to this John, you about to make a, a movie with her or a film or something with her. Like, and you like joke talking with her about the stuff and the girl, your girl be like, oh, that's fine with me. Whatever. It is what it is. You taking your ring off at work because you, you know, you, you about to start banging mad Johns on the film. That's cool. Do do you do what you got to do. But to them, that's their conversation is that I'm really there's really no limit to mm-hmm. what you can do and what you can't do because I'm open with it and I also do it myself. But for people like, you know, us in this room who we work a nine to five, we're not really out there showing our bodies off to the world and like really out there doing in these streets drawling to us. It's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. So that's but that's what I'm saying. I think it's the conversation that you have with your partner that really sets the guidelines for that list. And maybe that then that's where that list comes in. Maybe that we shouldn't look at that list as like a. Like a broad thing We should look at that list of right, Like alright This is my stopping point Right here Number five on the list And down I'm cool with But number five and up You draw <laughs> like, Right Don't do that You know what I'm saying Yeah So I, I think I would agree um, I think It is about communication Yeah Because If you are Somebody who feels a, Like if you have A particular opinion On What's allowable, mm-hmm. you know, how to manage your um, desires and passions and stuff. And if 
if something like social media, you know, social media really flipped the world upside down, and this is one of the many ways it has done it. <laughs> what are you laughing about? Social media turned the world on its axis. <laughs> it, it the did. world started spinning the other way because of social media. <laughs> if social media hasn't changed the world, fundamentally, it has changed the way the world works. No, this just, is one of many examples. It's just I was nitpicking your wording. <laughs> That's it. You better nitpick this fist in your face. <laughs> Don't don't time shut up is, when I'm talking. Time is moving backwards now because social media. <laughs> but this is one of the many ways it has impacted it. It's you know, you have access to all these people. There's there's you know, people who are modeling and want to sell a product or just be have engagement, so they post themselves in a bikini or the guys post themselves shirtless or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um it's really interesting to think about all the different ways this could come to be. Because Another thing, too, is like similar to back in the day when there was these um, we talked about gender norms a few weeks ago. Like there's certain things you expect of men and women. Right. And then now I feel like there's different ways you can interpret this for different genders and and different um, configurations of how you um, find someone attractive or not. So, like what I'm trying to say as an example is, Mm -hmm. you know, how do I how would I feel as a straight male if my girl was looking at one of them dudes that be in the car talking about what girls like or whatever is that do they find them attractive because you know what I mean like yeah. these guys with like blue eyes and they black and they're in the car talking about you should treat a queen like a queen and you should like always open the door for her take her out I wonder if she'd be looking at him like like mm. <laughs> Alex said mm. <laughs> like is that micro <laughs> oh like yeah, like don't look at the bull um, J- Johnny Jackson or whatever <laughs> talking about how men sh- is everybody, trash. Everybody Google Johnny Jackson to find Davis Nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> like some big arm bull like with blue eyes. And black. <laughs> and black. I just think it's so weird to be to be black and have blue eyes. <laughs> but I think a lot of them put contacts in yeah. to make themselves have like gray eyes or green eyes or something like that. No, I think I think with that stuff too even if that's the case, like I, I'm bro. I'm be honest with you. I, there's people out there. I, J Cole said it best. <laughs> there's always gonna be something that's a little bit better. I forgot what song he said it in, but there's always gonna be. He said, "Um, fell in love through <laughs> photograph. I don't even know your name." No, but I forgot what song it was, but. Huh? Love yours. Love yours. Yeah, yeah, love chores by Benny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's always gonna be something that's a little bit better than yours, but that doesn't matter because you love what you have and you love. So with that being said, and with that mindset, yeah, I know I'm not, bro. It's Dev. Like I'm not bull. Like I'm not the bull in these streets. Like not. I'm not on the camera on the bus. Like yeah, like you gotta treat a queen like she. A- yeah, piece of chocolate. Like, start from the bottom and get to the. Like, I'm not that bull. I'm not coming up with quotes. I'm not coming up with quotes. I'm not the bull with the six pack or I got the the fresh. Cut. The beard isn't like I, I know what I am. I know my limitations. So it's like I'm not gonna be mad if my lady looks at a guy who might have ass because that's just what it is. What it is. As long as she's okay and she knows that if a if a girl walks by that looks with with a big butt or has a nice body and I look she's like oh alright because we cool like that like we under- we come to that understanding and I don't get mad or upset with it I used to 
I did used to get mad at it because it was it was like, what do you? I thought I was your everything. <laughs> that it's like, <laughs> you but know, is, the, is that like your insecurity? Yeah, but that was back like that was more back. So when, then that being inherently wrong. Yeah, that was back when I was more insecure about just not knowing too much about life and what it offers. It's OK to look. I feel like it's OK to like a picture. And I feel like there's a lot of things that are OK. I feel like there's also a good amount of things that aren't OK. But when I get my my lady and we have those conversations, that's stuff that we'll discuss. But I don't mind if she's looking at a video like Dave said, like in a boy's like got the blue eyes and he's like, yeah, you know. This is how the lady likes and she's like liking the picture or something. I'm not if she messaged that boy to because then in return you got to think to yourself like what if would the boy be attracted to your lady? <laughs> That's a whole different topic. <laughs> like if your lady went up to the boy was like I probably like That's I like the way you dance. You think the boy be like. Decking her over with a finger or something? No. Or if he would be like, yuck. <laughs> right. Or if he'll be like, nah, nah, girl, it is what it is. Meat. <laughs> Your girl, meat. <laughs> now you, you, your meat girl gotta go home. Y'all weak. Y'all collectively weak. <laughs> But no, I, I, that's, it's, it's honestly, it's a lot of, a lot of this stuff is solved by communication and that's what we lack, uh, um, in relationships and just in general, communicate with each other. Just the more you talk and the more you express yourself, Mm -hmm. it's easier to get things done and it's easier to kind of bypass these smaller things. You know what I mean? I can't, I'm a, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this, this is my last thought. And Benny, I feel like you haven't gotten to share much, so I, I kind of want to hear what you have to say. But my last thought is, I don't think I started off this conversation saying the whole micro cheating thing, and one of the main examples was liking pictures on Instagram. I, I really can't find myself getting mad at that. Like if I f- saw that my girl was liking pictures of guys who look physically attractive to her, I I right. can't find myself find, being mad at that because I'm like. Right. All right. You find people attractive. Like that's mm-hmm. a thing. Mm-hmm. So that's to me pretty natural of a reaction to see somebody attractive. Yeah. I I can't get to that level of jealousy. Right. We got thrown into it too. We got social that? media. We kind of got thrown into it. So everyone's gonna do it. Yeah. I mean, we're all we're all impacted by social media except Benny. Yeah. I don't got way. no socials. Yeah. All, all, all articles. <laughs> Yeah, so I can't speak too much of it because I don't have social media, so it's not really like. But your lady got social media. Yeah. Right, so you could speak to that. Like, how would you feel if you was like, like you her phone her phone vibrated and you looked at her phone and it's Poppy with the <laughs> Poppy with the with the print on your girl's page. Poppy like, Pipe. Poppy Pipe Man, and he's Poppy Pipe. <laughs> it says Poppy Pipe Man like your girl's pick, and you're like, yo, who the fuck is Poppy Pipe Man? Well, people going. People gonna like her pics regardless, but um He's smooth out here. Hey. <laughs> oh, Benny's smooth, okay. If you listen to Llama. <laughs> he said, What's mine was mine. <laughs> yeah, I already know. At the end of the day, you know what I mean? I'm sleeping next to her, so I don't be worried about shit like that. That's you don't get jealous. Nah. So that's not micro cheating to you. If if she's going out liking pictures, I mean it's it's strange in a sense because it's like, why does this dude need your attention? But it's also like, I do understand that women are going to find other men attractive, mm-hmm. but don't be thirsty on the bull. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
that's what I'm saying. But that's the communication aspect of it. It's like you could like pictures, but like if I wake up and the boss texting you at 12 midnight, then we, that's going to be a little bit different than liking his picture. Right. You know what I mean? What if his name is Kenny? <laughs> See, now it's a problem. <laughs> Way too close. Kenny Kellentine. I can be. He says a different animal. A donkey. The <laughs> <laughs> donkey. Komodo dragon. Alright. <laughs> too much. And a llama. <laughs> All right, so this is a good bridge to the question of the week, then. Dang, that, that, that might as well be the question of the week. That was like, we spent the yeah. good. We oh, is micro-cheating? Is micro-cheating considered cheating? But we have to explain what micro Well, we did it on the podcast. We did on the pod. Because that was, look, that was a well-engaged conversation. Yeah, it was good. That was a... Yeah, I mean, I think it's an interesting topic. Um... Okay, then I guess I'll hold on. I'll hold off on the. We'll other, hold on to uh, the yeah, because we Cause didn't. The, the other question I had is a good one, but we'll we'll save it. We'll shelve it. So I think this week the question of the week we want to hear everybody else's thoughts on do you believe micro cheating is a thing? And if you know, and and in the caption for next week's um, post, we'll make sure that we post a few a few examples of what micro cheating mm-hmm. means because we want to hear y'all thoughts. We want to know. Do you think micro cheating is a thing? It's, it's a fascinating topic when you really think about the time we live in. Social media flipped the world on his head. <laughs> Donkey. Benny don't have social media, so none of this applies to him. Um, but we want to hear y'all thoughts. So, um, yeah, thought that was pretty interesting. What else we got, Dave? All right, Dave, Benny, Boppy, Lex. We already know. The biggest, the biggest story of this week. It was in all the newspapers. You know what I'm saying? It was all mm-hmm. over Instagram and Facebook. You feel? Go ahead. I'm listening. <laughs> Dev, we got a show we're doing. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> what happened? It's donut time. He's gonna be like, <laughs> and he took the best donut too, strawberry frosted with sprinkles. No, ill, not after you. To eat the eat the unbitten side. Look, you left some of your sprinkles on your nipple. Quick. <laughs> we know what happened this week, everybody. It's what a, happened? It's the biggest story that's going around. Mad people been talking about it all week. Oh man! But the five person crew on the the little submarine. Uh, called the Titan that went to go, you know, uh, visit the Titanic and kind of and, and scope it out. And the submarine was never found. And they went searching the whole week looking for them. So if you haven't heard about it or if you don't know. Uh, a five person crew. On a submarine named the Titanic, owned by Ocean Gate Expeditions, submerged to dive to the Titanic wreckage on Sunday morning. Every night in my dreams, I see you, I feel so these guys got on this this vessel called the Titan. They were going to see the Titanic, and the 
and the crew of the Polar Prince research ship mm-hmm. lost contact with them about an hour and 45 minutes after they went under. Dang. So the Coast Guard was alerted. Everybody went on, you know, went crazy looking for it. There was five people here. Crazy. We got to save. We got to save them. We got to figure out what's going on. Um, a little bit about this Ocean Gate expedition. It's a it's um a company you pay two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to a seat on this ship on this submarine costs two hundred and fifty k a seat a seat on Which this really you sitting <clears throat> crisscross applesauce next to another dude in a tunnel yeah next to five other people <laughs> and what they do is basically like sitting in a third row of uh. Of an SUV Exactly All crunched up And basically what they do Is they just take you straight down You look at that Titanic And then you come back up That's basically all it is It's like two or three hours Worth of You know Footage And just looking at it And see what it's all about Right They go on the ship Can't find them They People say they hear knocking Mm -hmm. You know There's There's a bunch of ships And submarines going around The Coast Guard's out there Looking for them The Navy's out there Looking for them Everybody's out there looking for them. And by Thursday, uh, they said that if they didn't find them, they were going to call it because Thursday they would have officially run out of oxygen. Right. So um, Thursday came and went, ran out of oxygen, called the search. And then later on, the Navy had came out and said that they heard like an explosion like three days ago. Right, the Coast Guard. The Coast Guard came out and said, like, one of their submarines heard an explosion, like, three days ago. But they relayed the message to the people, but they just kept doing what they're doing. Well, their explanation was that, um, so it was like this secret U.S. Navy operation. They heard an implosion, something that's consistent with an underwater implosion. Mm -hmm. But they said because they couldn't definitively say that it was that submarine, they just, like... We're monitoring, right? That's that's their explanation for why they didn't share that out. Exactly. Um, and so they let the search continue, and mad people, governments were like deploying um, resources to go search for this. Uh-huh. Uh, apparently, millions of dollars were spent searching for them. on this search. Yeah, and then eventually they find what it was like on the weekend. Yeah, like or no, no. Maybe During like the yesterday. Week. During the week, yeah, yeah. Yesterday, I think. They found rubble. Yesterday morning, they said they found, um, uh, like, what's it called? Pieces of the... Pieces of the submarine, yeah. yeah. What do they call that? I forget the term they use, but yeah. Um, crazy story is definitely something that took over the, the internet for the last few days. The jokes was kind of nuts. The yeah. memes were crazy. It was kind Look, it was kind of funny, the jokes that they were saying. If, it was It was a... Where I stand with this whole thing, it's I'm sad, right? Obviously, you never want to hear that you lost people. But then, in my opinion, and this is just me, like, what are we doing going down this deep on on a ship that's controlled by a GameCube controller? So the controller was nuts. So they really had a a Logitech controller. People looked it up on um, Amazon. It was like $30. So... And they modified it for use. So for those who don't know, I think it was NBC or ABC, like years ago, went on this ship and just did like a quick tour and like gave them a news clip about like 
how everything looks what's it's controlled by gave them a you know a trip of the crew and who was going to help them how does it work whatever it's this little ass space like dave said they got to sit crisscross applesauce from each other um it's a small space only five people can fit in the person who's piloting in this thing is doing it by a controller like a like a playstation controller literally you could use that same controller to play street fighter or tekken or something like that literally it's not like some standard whatever the pieces of the ship are made from like recycled material or something (laughs) like it's the worst material it's like the cheapest material that you can use to like have it so it was very cheap it was very they use aluminum foil basically like that's what it was and then on top of that i don't know if they use aluminum foil but no like i'm just joking but it used very cheap material and then on top of that the the here's the craziest part about it the communication device that they had on the ship that the the guy who was who was managing it like controlling it it was a can on a string <laughs> <laughs> It was a message in a bottle and he would take the message. <laughs> no, no. The guy on the ship was annoyed by all the like, like when they, you know how like they'll be like, hey, um, Titan, are you there or whatever? And like communicating with, with the ship above. He was so annoyed by it that he took it out because he didn't like them always constantly checking in on them. So that's why they didn't have no communication to the people above to let them know what's going on. Like, it's just the craziest set of events and at the end of the day, what are you doing going down there? Like, what? It, what is the... Watch the Titanic on YouTube. Like, you could probably find clips of it free on YouTube. You know what it's, I mean? It seems like... Um, like, what are we doing here? It seems like at the end of the day, what happened was they weren't prepared to make this trip. Right. Like, they didn't have this, the appropriate ship preparedness, safety precautions in place. Yeah. They didn't do the proper testing and training. They took a bunch of, I think it was like five rich people. It was like a, a yes. Pakistani businessman and his son. His son uh-huh. was like 19 years old. Yep. It was a billionaire guy who just wanted to, like, he's like an explorer. Yeah. You know, he likes doing a, um, a dangerous, Brit- risky things. A British billionaire, a business owner and his son, a French explorer, and, and the CEO, the CEO of, the of, the, of the company, of Ocean Gate. To go see something that they already made a movie of. James Cameron made... Titanic. Watch Titanic. Right. Watch Leo DiCaprio on the ship. Why you got to go back and look at it yourself? Like, that's my problem with it is the actual v- reason for the visit. Like, it's it's an old ship in the in the ocean floor. What is what's cool about that? Nothing. Uh, were there cameras even tough once you got down there to see the actual ship? Like, is there there wasn't a windows on this, John? <laughs> So you probably have a camera on the front that you when you go around the ship, you're going to look and see like, so okay, so you can come back up to the surface and say, I saw the Titanic up close. I was physically near it. Who even cares about the Titanic? Rich people just they don't Yo, That's why I'm saying when you got so much money, you, you just be bored like you don't care. Like you just be like, I'm going to just brag. This is for brag. So you could brag like. You can't hang this in your home and be like, yo, look what I saw. Right. Like, That's facts. It's, it's, it's to brag. It's to literally go and say, like, yeah, guess what I did yesterday? Oh, I, I was at work yesterday, 9 to 5. Oh, cool. I was just searching the Titanic. Do you have any pictures? No. 
do you have anything to prove it? No, I did it though. And guess what? I spent half a million on me and my son to go do this. It's yeah. like what are what is your what is no your amount? Of, I could be a I could be a multi billionaire. I could be a trillionaire. I'm never gonna pay to sit with my legs crossed in a tube. Well, he with can't other people cross his legs even if he had yeah I'm not space. I can't do it like <laughs> even right now that's a waste of money I'm not comfortable <laughs> give me at least a bed or a nice captain's chair or let me stand <laughs> let me stand <laughs> I and listen if I was down there and they talking about something we lost communication we just sink into the bottom let me at least lay down <laughs> y'all can be more uncomfortable but let me die comfortably. Let me lay that. And if what they're saying is true, which we can also talk about whether we think this is a whole a scheme or a scam. But if what they're saying is true and they're going to implode it, that's that's pretty nuts. That is crazy. Yes. Because that's like a pressurized yeah, like a thing, right? Past a certain past a certain uh Did y'all see the video? Y'all saw the video yeah. of the what the implosion could have looked like? Yeah, mm-hmm. and it just it was like <laughs> crunched up. How was Crunchitize it? me, Captain. How was it? <laughs> Like it just a, like folded in on itself, like like a transformer <laughs> coming into a car. Yeah, <laughs> but like what? Ha- like if you implode and the thing crunches you up, do you like squirt out like as as ooze like toothpaste? Like does it like yeah? Are you like toothpaste? Human toothpaste? You all liquidy? Probably. Or do you come out in chunks? Uh, like I, shark. I think I'm strong enough that the implosion, like I would still keep my my solidness. You know what I'm saying? I would come on a full turd. <laughs> a full chunk. The implosion, it just would have been the metal aluminum pieces around David's body. <laughs> and it just would have been a David's body floating up to the top. The Coast Guard has found a David-shaped debris. That's the word I was looking for, debris. debris. That easy word. I thought you, you always saying big words. I thought he was looking for something crazy. <laughs> I was trying to remember what they called it. Debris. Um, I we found one body, <laughs> and he resorbed the other body. <laughs> nah, the uh, nah, but I, the jokes that they was because <laughs> so, at one point, right, somebody said, or people were coming out and saying like, "Oh, we hear banging," so that must be them like banging on the the shit. Yeah, they were saying the one guy who's who's like more experienced. Maybe he told them everybody breathe slow and like take naps, going to sleep, so that we don't use as much oxygen. And we're going to have somebody bang every 30 minutes so they know there's like a pattern to the banging. Yeah. And they can come find us. Yeah. And somebody said, somebody put a meme and it was like five killer whales with pots and pans underneath them. <laughs> banging. <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious. Because did you hear that? Did you hear? This is like a little bit off topic, but there was a story that came out that like, Sharks and like killer whales are communicating with each other now. Somehow, some way, and scientists are saying like they're they're communicating to like split the food and like when to attack and stuff like that. You didn't read that article? There was an article that they're like now, like cool now. <laughs> so like the sharks and killer whales are drawing. Remember that video that you we saw the the whale eating the two people? They were on the they were in like a boat or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that. So they're saying that now they're communicating and it's sort of like how to get the food and, and so people are like the killer whales are down there like we're banging bring more people <laughs> oh that's the joke okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like they were trying to attract more people down yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and um 
what was another thing that I saw? Did y'all see the video of they were saying like the depth that it was that the ship went down, what they were passing? Like they were passing giant squids, like giant because yeah, yeah, there was it was and like creatures that you could never imagine that they were like low. The Titanic was lower than that, so they were like going down there where like the first giant squid was ever recorded, which was like at some thousand depth under the ocean, like giant sharks. You know those. What are those fish with the little light bulb in the front of their head and the big teeth? Angelfish. Yeah, angelfish. <laughs> the old angelfish. <laughs> angelfish. Benny's a. I don't think it's called an angelfish. Benny know all his fish. You know what he's talking about? The translucent. I thought it was. I thought it was called a light bulb. On the front I thought it was called head. anglerfish. The one in Nemo, right? The one in Nemo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This finesse three times. <laughs> the one in Nemo. How do you quote a, a Pixar movie? And dinosaur nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they said like they were so underneath that they were passing all these creatures. Some people said they went through a portal to a, another dimension. Here we go. People be on too many drugs, man. Yeah, it's an anglerfish. An anglerfish, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you got it right? I'm tough. I'm a stenographer. Wow. Is you not so dumb, boy? I know my fish, man. Wow. Clownfish, anglerfish. Uh, what's the other fish? The llama. <laughs> oh, yeah, the llama fish. <laughs> nah, man. It's 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 insane. It's It's scary at the end of the day because... You couldn't pay me. Listen, y'all could tell me right now, Dev. I'm gonna make you a billionaire. Go take a submarine all the way down. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> That's too scary. That's too much. There's to a lot of people with. that say going down to the like the deep the uh, lowermost depths of the ocean is equivalent to going and traveling in space. That's how vast and like unknown and uncharted and un- misunderstood those areas are. So going down there, and that's why the whole search thing was was kind of nutty, and some people were criticizing because it's like, look, if y'all lost them, y'all lost them. Good luck finding them. Mm-hmm. You know, the ocean's so huge that you're never gonna, you know, be able to locate them. So um, the fact that people compare that to space, like travel, you know, trying to find somebody out in the middle of space is the same as trying to find them in the ocean. That's pretty nuts. Yeah, and space? no, no amount of money in the world could get me to go. I swear into the ocean, like the deep ocean. No, no, not at all. It's too much. It's too much to deal with. It's it's that scariest. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. I that's why I'm saying. Like for me, the biggest problem with the story is I can't understand the rationale for why you would want to do this. People need. I know there's like risk seekers and stuff. Just like go eat a ghost pepper or something like that. <laughs> there's certain things that you just shouldn't do, and you need a little fear in your life because you need to respect the power that other things have like the ocean and you know just certain natural things in 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 the world you need to respect the power of those things i'm not messing mm-hmm. with the ocean it's, you know and especially with all the questions around that submarine and how it was built i'm not going down there in that in that can of of aluminum like dev said that's nuts <laughs> but that's you know crazy. people these people who are quote unquote risk seekers or, or, you know, adventurers, explorers or whatever. I just think it's stupid because you need to, I think fear is important to have in your life. It helps you draw the boundaries of your life and keep you relatively safe. 
Like that's really what fear is. It's meant to keep you safe. Yeah. You know that whole fighter fight or flight kind of yeah. thing. Like it's meant to draw the boundaries of okay, this is do this is doable. This is good. I'm safe. I'm comfortable. This is not safe. Let me get away from it. Let me not do that. Let me not touch this. You know, so on and so forth. So for for anybody who's listening who you feel like you're a thrill seeker, eat a ghost pepper. Eat a ghost pepper. Go on a big roller coaster. Right. You know, do stuff like that. Like a thrill seeker. If you a thrill seeker, micro cheat. Don't go in no submarine. That's insane. I I because I, I'm reading a little bit more on it. One last year, the ship got lost. This submarine got lost for like four hours. The same one. Same one. Yeah, no. Got lost mm-hmm. and was able to come back up. And people were still like, cool, I want to go again. <laughs> I'm a thrill seeker. That's like if you went to buy a used car and it was like, yeah, the brakes failed on this, John, um, last year. But it's tough. But have it. <laughs> Take a drive. But it's tough. And pay me 200, it's 250K for this car. Yeah, have a drive. 250K. <laughs> and then no, I'm good, bro. <laughs> they said... Uh, I heard they got PPP loans for that company, too. <laughs> nah, for real? Yeah. I was reading that um, the Ocean Gate company that uh, ran the expedition and put together the boat and all that, they had secured PPP loans during the during the pandemic um, to kind of help keep them afloat, no pun intended. And so it's just all this stuff coming out. It's kind of it's kind of nuts. I, 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 I'll just it's just too much. And if you're going to go searching, like go search for something. That is has not been found yet. Again, the Titanic is a well-known thing. There's a movie about it. There's right. several documentaries. There's footage of unmanned, you know, ships going down there to look at it. Right. Go try to find things that can't be found. Right. Right. right? Like a John for Dev. <laughs> is there one down there? <laughs> I'll take a mermaid. Alex's virginity. <laughs> Can we find him some sea toto? <laughs> And he's Instagram handle <laughs> Can we find it Because he has no socials <laughs> At least on the surface He don't got no socials But maybe down under the sea Past the giant squid <laughs> Is in the mouth of an angler fish <laughs> His social media Are we How long are we gonna let Benny Get off this lie That he don't got no social media I don't think Benny got a social You think he got a He got He definitely got social media I think Benny probably run Like one of those pages That be posting fights Mm-hmm. Diamond Supply <laughs> Rumble.com Or something like that Rumble Billy Scoop Hall Is <laughs> Benny Well I'm not out of all Like the only one I got Is Snapchat Yeah Benny does have I can, I can confirm that I can confirm He's Benny definitely micro cheating If you got Snapchat You a cheater Yeah Whoa I wouldn't say that Out of all apps You got Snapchat Right Out of Don't all apps You got Snapchat He be posting When he be fixing Yo you be out here Posting shirtless pics On Snap I know it No I do not I follow Benny on Snapchat. You have a Snapchat too? Yeah, I got all socials, bro. I'm, I gotta we do a pod. People be following us on the socials. I gotta do Y'all it. All cheaters, micro. Not not macro though. Y'all not macro cheaters. I got like ten friends on there, not even. And all I do is post when I fix beds. That's it. And washing machines. Yeah. Fix beds. That's hard. yeah, because I fix hospital beds. He fix now. hospital. Benny. Oh, Benny works at uh, for hospitals. Here's yeah. today's bed. <laughs> <laughs> you thought he was like wood, like chopping, <laughs> making bed. <laughs> There's a four poster today. 
Yo, how you fix it? Bunk beds on Tuesdays. <laughs> bunk bed Tuesdays. <laughs> Benny's bunk beds. <laughs> Welcome to Benny's bunk beds. Uh, he tried to sell a bunk bed at Zion Williamson. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but, no, Dave, uh, um, I think I think this right here, it, it, it goes... I already thought of I already thought of this week's top five, Dave. Mm-hmm. There's no question about it, man. I you could you, ladies and gentlemen, you'll never catch me in the ocean. I don't care if we're going to Wildwood. I don't care if we're going to Ocean City, Maryland, or New Jersey. I don't care where we going. Ocean Prime, Ocean Prime, Jimmy John's, wherever. You'll never catch me. Long John Silver's. You'll never catch me in the ocean ever. I'm all beach work. I may I might dip my toe in the cold sand that the ocean just ran over, but I'm definitely not going in the ocean. Sharks, squids, crabs. Even listen to Frank Ocean. I wouldn't even listen to Frank Ocean. <laughs> you feel me? I'm oceanless. I'm scared. That's a fear of mine. That's a true fear of mine. And this week, top five, you already know where we're headed with it. We're gonna do our top five. Fears. Y'all might relate to this. Ocean is gonna be on my list. <laughs> That's the sound of the implosion. That's the sound of the implosion. <laughs> Alright, let me let me get off a couple bars. I'll give you a quick seven bars. Ocean bars? Yes. Alright, check it. Listen, spooky, spooky. <laughs> I'm in the ocean and make me dookie In the submarine I ain't see green I only see blue or black Man, this is whack I gotta cross my legs the whole time I might as well micro-cheat down here To waste some time I'ma like girls' pics Then I'ma implode and go to heaven I'ma call up Devin Okay Tell him he's dumb From heaven? That'd be crazy if God called me from heaven and told me I was dumb. Yo, listen, listen. <laughs> okay. Alex don't get no thought on. He's a flow-mo. Gotta go to JoJo. I love it. Double I'll, XL. I'll, Rub it in the tub. It. Save her like a Power Ranger. I'm a stranger. Going down is the danger in the ocean. What's the commotion? Okay. Knock, knock. Stop, stop. Clock, clock. <laughs> Boy, run out of bars. Got an NFT on his shirt. He's about to go to work and make a bed. <laughs> I make beds. <laughs> I make. Man, if you at work with 57 of us. <laughs> I make beds. <laughs> Yo, Benny the uh, Samana specialist. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm a Samana technician. <laughs> I full fleece us. Make beds. Is it micro cheating if you make a bed for somebody cute? <laughs> After Benny's done making a bed, he'll take the towels and put a swan at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I got a Snapchat. All I post is when I fix a bed." <laughs> That's not a, a statement I ever thought I would hear in my life. He do though, like he he'll he'll like break. So the you bed. show like a before and after, like at the beginning of the day, you post a snap, and it's like look at this broke bed, and then six hours later, like nah, just like the electronics of it all. 
Ah, beep boop, beep boop, beep boop, beep boop. Yeah. Beep boop, beep boop. Look at the way it goes up. Look at the way it goes down. <laughs> Send me a nude. <laughs> Send me a nude. <laughs> All right, let's get it. Top five what? Fears? Fears. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> All right, so who won the top five? Last I week. did. You did. So what you count? What you saying? You going first, boy. You going first? Yeah, all right. man. These past, remember these past three weeks, Dave has been joking around. It's been all dev go first and all that. Suck one. Coming in at number five for me in the top five fears. Man, listen. I'm a cautious boy. <laughs> so I got I got quite a bit of fears. But one thing that's not going to be on my top five list is no man. Because I don't fear no man. Oh. <laughs> I get it. You understand? I understand because you feel it on man. But coming in at number five for me, man, I'm gonna start off with a strong one that I think a lot of people are gonna agree with. Okay. I'm gonna go with skydiving at number five. Mm. I've seen way too many stories of people getting gravely injured. Mm. I actually know a person or two who have gotten injured from oh, skydiving accidents. That's crazy. People who are paralyzed. You know, or, you know, unfortunately lost a life. To me, skydiving is just the stupidest thing because uh, it's a it's a fear for me because I'm not getting up in no little plane to jump out of it with a parachute that I don't know is going to support me. And usually you have to do it with some instructor or something like that. And you don't know if, what, what type time they on or if they're going to make a good judgment. So. I don't want to do it with an instructor because I got my life in somebody else's hands. And I don't want to do it on my own because if that thing fails me in the air, the fear that will over... I think I might die before I hit the ground. Yeah. Just out of, like, fear. Like, shock. And the idea that you would die from a splat... (laughs) And they... I I don't want a splat die. Right. Uh, Like, of all the ways I could choose to die, I don't want a splat. Because... (laughs) That's a big... (laughs) That's a big splash. Hey, yo, that's crazy. Yeah. It'll be like, you know, like in the... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> like, you ever just had, saw a person jump in the pool and the waves get bigger because they <laughs> jumped in? It'll be a wave of fat and blood. Yeah, just <laughs> a splat death. So that's my number five, skydiving. I think it's nuts. I think it's... And there's no real benefit to skydiving. Because... I mean, I never been up there, but can you even see like the the wind is just blowing real fast? You probably got your eyes closed because you kind of your your natural instinct to like be fe- uh, afraid. Yeah. Well, how is that fun? That's my number five fear of skydiving because I think there's way too high of a risk of injury mm-hmm. or something going wrong, and I don't find it to be the most fulfilling. Like thought, why I, I can't understand why that's fun. That's a good number five. My number five for my top five fears is sort of in that same realm. Mm-hmm. But and I, I guess there's a couple things, but like so I guess I'll go like half and half. But like my number five for my top five fears is like bungee jumping, or if you ever seen those things where the two people sit in that little sphere and then they the, it <laughs> launches John? the slingshot John. Yeah, Bro, yeah. yo, I've seen too many videos where the, the, the one slingshot snaps or something like that. That's my fear is like, I'm going to be doing something that involves elastic. And I've seen, I could snap a rubber band right now. <laughs> that gets me dummy scared that I'm fat and I'm in this drone mm-hmm. and it might snap and you hit the water hard as hell or you're in the air and it snaps and it sends you flying in the air. It's just too much. Like, and it's depending on something 
that can snap that's mm-hmm. thin to protect you that's i i couldn't do it you would you could not catch me doing that john no way no way in hell will i ever go on a bungee jumping or one of them elastic uh um um slingshot johns whatever it's too much it's too much dependent on elastic on rubber bands <laughs> it's just a human sized rubber band that's chalked i'm not doing it and then to hit the water that hard when you bungee jump and you go to like in the ocean or like they do it from a bridge down and you hit the water that hard no sorry bob or if i fly into the sky that's a wrap yeah it's a wrap <laughs> bungee jumping i would say is my number 5 for one of my top 5 fears mm, okay starting off light and then i'm gonna turn it up a little bit all right coming in at number 4 for me um definitely I think I'm going to go with um, what we just talked about, which is being out stranded in the middle of the ocean. Mm. Um, I think this one comes in at number four for me because that's a good one. It's just so isolating. Mm -hmm. And like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Debris. Debris. Um, It's isolating and it's like helpless. You truly feel helpless. If you were just out in the middle of the ocean Cause like I, is that here's the here's why this one messes with me. Okay. Cause like I know how to float. I'm a relatively good swimmer. They used to call me fish in middle school. <laughs> oh yeah. So I know how to swim good and I know how to float. But you know, after a certain time, you're gonna get hungry. I'm gonna get hungry instantly as soon as you touch the water. <laughs> like, where the food? You're gonna get hungry. You're gonna be thirsty, <laughs> but you're surrounded by water you can't drink. You feel me? Like. Now it starts to mess with you psychologically. And there's you're going to get your fingers wrinkled because you're in the water that whole time. So you get mad wrinkly. And there's dummy sharks. It's just like the slowest way to realize a fear. Bunch of whales banging pots. <laughs> <laughs> and it's dummy sharks. They just see and this T-bone ha- steak ha- jump into the water. <laughs> I've been on cruises before, right? Has everybody been no. on a cruise here? No? No. Because you don't got socials. Exactly why. <laughs> But you've been out on a cruise and you look out at night, gaudy, dumb, dark. The darkest thing you could ever be in is in, in the ocean at night. Mm-hmm. When you're on a cruise ship and you go out on the top deck at night, if it wasn't for the lights on the ship, you would feel like you in like a, a dark abyss in the middle of, of nowhere. So that would be number four for me is being stranded out in the ocean. I don't even need to go underneath. We talked about the submarine thing. That's like dumb at that point. But just being in the middle of the ocean by myself. So it's ridiculous. Let, let me ask you this, just mm-hmm. as a quick into your number four. Is that also a fear of loneliness or is that just because it's oh, not definitely it definitely like I think the idea that you're stranded out there by yourself and you again, that helplessness of I can't contact nobody. I can't even sit up straight to like yell or something. If I thought my yell could go far, <laughs> like, you got to be laying flat. <laughs> Yo, to see David you gotta keep like laying this. flat. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Like when you start thinking about it, what it means to be stranded in the ocean—just a belly and a—it's <laughs> <laughs> nuts. That's my four. Bizarre is here all night. <laughs> that's my four. Oh my god, that's hilarious. All right, now that's a really good one. It, it's 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 crazy. Being out there in the ocean That might come a little later on my on my list But coming in number 4 for me On my um, 
top five fears of all time. Mm-hmm. I've had this fear since I was a kid. And it's going to be like a little, I guess it's going to be trivial. I think people are going to say like, oh, everybody's kind of afraid of that. That's kind of a dumb one. But this has been one of mine's. And I think it's because where we live in Philly and we never really experienced this. So we're less prepared for it. I'm going to keep it a bean with y'all. I'm dummy scared of tornadoes. <laughs> and I know it might be mm. like a thing where people might be like, oh, well, everybody's scared of tornadoes. Like it's right. just a thing. But to me, it's like one, we're not prepared for it too. I, I don't think I could outrun a tornado. Like, it seems easy, right? Like, in the movies, it just be spinning, and it don't look like it's moving. I'd be like, oh, I'll run away from that, John. And just, you in a circle next to a cow flying in the sky. <laughs> like, I just, I've always been afraid of, like, yo, what would happen, like, what would happen if we were in Philly and a tornado just came through? Like, we felt the earthquake one time. Mm. I don't know if we remember that way back when. Yeah. That wasn't as scary to me, because the ground was shaking, I'm going to keep it a bean with you. I thought it was my little sister like jumping around in the room next to me because I thought she was like doing too much. And I was like, yo, Davi, chill. And meanwhile, we're all shaking. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's an earthquake. Mm. But in my mind, I wasn't really scared of that. It was just like, oh, shoot, the earthquake, the earth is moving. It is what it is. Like, and then it stopped. But a tornado is just like massive. It's coming straight for you. You have no time to get out. Even if you drive your car, it'll take your car with it. Yep. Like, it's just crazy. And then you lose air, and then it's the just you're gone, just like that. You can't breathe. You're getting hit in the face with a cow or whatever's in, in the house is locked in this or a stop sign, and that's it, and you're done. Tornadoes have always scared me since I was a kid, and even to this day, like that's why I don't be moving to the Midwest nowhere where there's open fields. Wherever Dorothy lived in the Wizard of Oz, you're never gonna catch me in that, John. <laughs> Kansas, I'm never going there. It's a, it's just. Tornadoes. That's my number four. You're just scared of natural disasters. I'm just scared of like, I eat, not even natural, because like, I'm cool with like a like a rainstorm or something or like a right. thunderstorm, but like a tornado specifically for some reason, because I just think it's the worst way to go out. Like, I I cool to die to some thunderstorm. If an earthquake, I'll just jump in the in the to the earth's core, like, and just call it a day. But a tornado is just so like. You could try to get out and it looks like you can get out, but you won't get out. You know what I mean? It's one of those things for me. Like, it, it gives you the hope, but there's no hope from the get-go. That's what's scary to me about a tornado. Hmm. And that's why it's my number four. Okay. <clears throat> Fear. That should be our <laughs> song by Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> Coming in at number three for me. <laughs> my top five fears. Um, This one, I'm going to go... I'm going to go internal. So, I think... Vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. funny. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. <laughs> if I see your broccoli, things coming. <laughs> coming in at number three for me. I'm gonna go internal. So I feel like on our list we could have things that give us fear, kind of mentally. Yeah, not of course. Just, you of know, course. physical fears. Yes. Um, coming in at number three for me is the fear of. Being like alone, like not having anyone, mm. family, people who mm. you care about, like not, yeah, not having anyone around that you truly care about, mm. um, not having your loved ones around you. So kind of like that loneliness piece, but not just a physical space loneliness, like when I talked about the ocean, but just like being alone, not having anybody that you could count on, lean on, depend on that you love, you know, let's say God forbid, lost my fam, my whole family in some weird accident or something like that. Mm. I just think that's the scariest thing because mm-hmm. I'm 
really big on that connection piece. Like that is what makes me who I am. Being able to connect with other people. Um, so not having the people around you that you love is just like, why even be around? And that's a real scary proposition to think about. So yeah, that would be my number three. Mm. No, that's deep. That is, yeah. that is, that is, that is a, I thought you were going to say silence, but you said not having your family around. That's deep. <laughs> Uh, if I go to Dunkin' and there's no Boston Creams coming in number two for me. <laughs> nah, coming in number three for me. Um I think uh so I guess I guess uh, what I'm gonna say is has a bigger picture to it. So I'll explain it and then I'll say what my fear is. So sort of what David's number four was, like David talked about the ocean, David talked about um you know, kind of going out there in the middle and not seeing anything, trying to stay afloat, trying to whatever. But for me and my number three is like, I always thought about kind of going deeper down and then the unknown. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be my number three is the unknown because having, having this thing where it leaves your imagination to make up what's there is really is scary to me. Mm-hmm. So like, cause like we hear it all the time, right? They people will say like, if deep down underneath is like squids who are like seven school buses long, or like octopuses who like could kill a whole continent with one like slap or something like like you hear crazy stuff, big these big ass sharks or something like that. Whole continent. <laughs> <laughs> think the kraken is down there? Yeah, though? but that's what I'm. It's unknown. We don't know. We don't yeah. know what's down there. Whole continent. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It Yo, sounds for an animal to be able to. Kill a continent with a sand swipe. It sounds funny, but like that's what people say. Like that's the unknown. I'll beat a cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat a cracking up. Um, but like even like those humongous sharks, like <laughs> megalodons and stuff like that. <laughs> like that's some real shit though, and that's down there. But we don't know that. And then I think about space too. I think about we don't know past like the moon. We never even went to the moon, <laughs> it was, right? right? Like they say we did. But they, I don't think we ever went to the moon. That's just my opinion. So it's like nine eleven was a false flag. <laughs> I never said that. They have to say all the conspiracy theories. No, but the un- the unknown is really scary, and I feel like that's that's my number three. Because what about the like the fear of the unknown in like life stuff? Yeah, I think that's like, so t- you know no not knowing if you will ever get cheeks. <laughs> Does that make you wake up at night in a cold sweat? No, I do think about like fa- having my own family and stuff like that. I feel like uh, you have that now, so it's, it wasn't unknown to you at one point, but now it's known. All, all of us have that. All of us have that at one point. You know what I'm saying? I was confident though. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was gonna get it somehow. <laughs> no, but the fear. The that's why. Yeah, and I would agree to that. The fear of the mm-hmm. unknown of not knowing what to what's gonna happen or not knowing where you're gonna get your next meal. <laughs> That could be a thing too Like if you're Not knowing your mom was poor Until you turned 18 <laughs> Not knowing your mom was poor Until you turned 18 But Just this fear of not knowing What's out there What's next What's to come Got you It's scary man So My number three is The fear of the unknown Alright coming in at number two for me These are definitely my top two Like I never felt more certain About a top two Than these Top two fears I know you're number one And I don't even have to think about it But Coming in at number two for me uh, it it does tie to my number five, but it's just in general. It's my fear of heights. Okay, 
I'm I'm deathly afraid of heights. And to exemplify that, I'll give you a, a story. I was in Jamaica a few years ago. Okay. And there's this place called Rick's Cafe. Uh huh. That's not a and Jamaican have, name. I don't. You just went maybe to a Rick is a common Jamaican name. <laughs> Rick's. <laughs> Rick's. Just because you say it with a Jamaican. <laughs> Rick's Cafe. What <laughs> <laughs> Um. All right, so Rick's Cafe. Rick's Cafe, and they got it's like a it's they like ran a, out of Boston cream donuts. It's like a bar. <laughs> it's like a bar and restaurant place, and it's kind of built into the side of this cliff. Okay. Beautiful ocean water on the on the side of the cliff, and then they have like these three different. They have four different landings where you can jump into the ocean. That's dead. <laughs> so they got a they got one that's like the, the ten feet up from the ocean. Baby side. Actually, no. They got the original landing where like there's a ladder that you can crawl down. And just go into the water that's So that's like did. baby Then they got like a 10 foot one Then they have like a 15 foot one Then they have like a 20 foot landing 20 feet down And then they have a big one that's like 150 feet high Why is the jump so huge? It's just for people like to, to do So they got like lifeguards and stuff posted in the john They got a couple people patrolling So it's, it's safe You know it's meant for the business to kind of draw people And then like every half hour Hour or so they got like a show where one of their expert diver guys, he he climbs up this huge pole that's at the top of the cliff. So he jumps from like 300 feet high and jumps into the water. And it's like this big thing and everybody claps and all that. Um, anyway, I woke up to the 10 feet, John. Instantly. No. Right above the baby jump where you could where you could ladder in. <laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> like, I couldn't jump. Mind you, I told you I could swim real good. <laughs> So it wasn't it wasn't the water that was concerning. It was like as soon as I stepped up to that edge of the john, even a ten foot jump, I, that feeling of like weightlessness and just allowing yourself to yeah. be, you know what I mean, like kind of be submit to that. I just couldn't get over it. And everybody else, it was like five year old kids jumping before me and all that. <laughs> Mister, are you gonna go? Like, Mister, are you gonna go? Like, I'm in line. I'm like, nah, you go ahead. I gotta, I gotta get my mind right. I gotta cramp. <laughs> I gotta stretch. <laughs> Yo, it took me like a half hour just to figure out I wasn't gonna jump. <laughs> Three different bulls jumped off the hundred and billion feet. Jump. Everybody was clapping. Dave still looking People down. Was jumping the- over me like <laughs> using him. <laughs> I was a challenge. <laughs> it was tumbling over me and everything. A jump over. So that just goes to show how fear, how heights can truly like seize me up. So that's why it's my number two because it actually it'll stop me in my tracks. And that has been since I was a kid. Like I had I struggled with roller coasters when I was younger because of because of heights. I never did that, but um, yeah, I hate going like to like the edge of something. All them buildings that you see on like. Social media where it's like in Chicago and you can look over and it's glass or whatever or that slide that you can slide down and it's made of glass. Nah, none of that stuff. I don't I don't need to see all the way down. I'm good in a plane, but that's because in a plane, you're like in kind of this contained thing. Yeah. And I could look out a window. It almost seems fake when you're on a plane, when you look out the window and just see the clouds and stuff. It's really not. Um, But you are mad <laughs> higher than anything. It's definitely higher than that cliff I was going to jump over. <laughs> but that's my number two. All right, coming in number two for me, and I think if I know David, I think our number twos and our number ones are going to flip-flop. Mm. But coming in number two for me, from uh, my top five fears of all time, it, um, claustrophobia. 
claustrophobic fear of tight spaces i cannot i am too big (laughs) to be in a little space like this and it's like the movie i think the one that really did it for me and Mm -hmm. i think i'm telling you i think me and dave are gonna say the same same say the same thing but if you haven't seen this horror movie before please check it out it's it's a great movie it's called the descent and it's basically a movie about these these uh, group of friends that they go into like they do like cave diving or something. So they go into this cave and it's like an unexplored cave. And mm-hmm. it's the whole movie is about them running away from these creatures that were living in this cave that like eat humans and they're they're They go crazy. But the, in order to get away from them, you have to crawl through like these tunnels and it's like shoulder width tunnels. And mind you, these are the movie is all ladies, so none of us could. Our shoulders are too broad, and we're too big to fit through these tunnels. And it's like, you the movie just gave you the sorts of uh, helplessness, and I just couldn't do it. Like I would, I would the fear of suffocating. You know what I mean? In a, in a tight space like that, not being able to f- continue through, and you pass out, and you're just stuck there in the middle of that, John, and nothing could get you out. You can't butter up your shoulders, <laughs> right? You can't, you can't, you can't get out there and like crawl back out. If you stuck, then you stuck. If it's up, then it's stuck. And you just stuck in that space and that's it. And you're going to die suffocating. That was the scariest part to me. Not even the monsters in the movie. I wasn't even scared of the creatures who they did a good, a great job making those creatures, but it was just the, the scenes of them trying to crawl through this space and they just couldn't get out and they couldn't breathe. And it was just like, yo, I can't do it. Like if and to me, like my fears always have like, a, I guess, an asterisk next to them, because like if it's a, a tight space because it's like a crowd of people, I'm cool with that because I'm bigger. I can make space. I can move them out of my way. But like if it's like natural made, just mountains or rocks or caves, I can't move a cave. <laughs> I can't move a rock or a boulder out of my way. I'm just there now. The That claustrophobic fear, the fear of tight spaces, I I can't. I, I couldn't do it. I'm, and it's because of how how we're built. Our family's all built kind of the same. Where there's we're a huskier family, so it just any space like that, it's a no go for me. That's my number two: claustrophobic or fear of tight spaces. All right. Um, um, oh, hold on. Number one, gotta go to. Gotta oh yeah, see, we gotta see. hear from Benny. What's your What's your number one? What's your biggest fear? I think we already know what Benny's biggest fear is. Dave. A dirty home, bro. <laughs> nah, nah. What's what, what's Benny's fear, biggest fear? Dave? A fear of a llama. <laughs> <laughs> we already know if he sees a llama, it's a rat. Nah, but um, not just heights, but like extreme, extreme heights. Mm-hmm. Like you won't see me standing on the edge of the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or you won't see me. Well, not that I'm going to climb the Mount Everest, but like standing on top of that joint, ain't no way. Mm-hmm. So like I can go on a roller coaster. I can take a plane ride, mm-hmm. but you won't see me like if I'm just like not harnessed or there's no safety equipment or something. Yo, I'm not standing near the edge of nothing. Yeah. That's crazy like 100%. that. What is it? I'm trying to picture Benny like afraid. What does his face look like that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really scared. Oh, no. <laughs> Shivers. Shivers, he says. Shivers <laughs> to say what you're about to do. I'm quivering. <laughs> Teeth chattering. Um, 
Okay, so so a similar thing with the heights. Yeah, man, heights is like. But yeah, just like the extreme ones, man. <laughs> yeah, it, it's that's it's, a good number one because you feel like you don't have control. Exactly. Like honestly, if I'm, I, I agree with you. Oh, you you know what? Them videos that scare the crap out of me is the ones where them guys be doing flips on the side of the buildings. Uh, parkour. Yeah, like on the edges of buildings and stuff, and they be up on like a skyscraper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Just they running f- along the edge, like f- going through buildings. They and be all that. touching air conditioners and all that. Like, what are you doing? I pay for that. Because my my thing Yo, is like... I watch those videos and I like lose my breath, <laughs> though. <laughs> yeah, because like, it's always I feel a, like even a, a, a slight wind ball. can move you. <laughs> it's always a European ball. Yeah. Right. It's always a Belgian ball. <laughs> a bunch of waffles flipping on the top of the drawn. <laughs> um, but I feel like yeah, a, nah, even seriously. a slight breeze could take you out. Yeah, seriously. My balance is not that great. I got knee surgery. Yeah, but you could swim. But I can't swim. So there's water underneath. Cha-ching! <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> um, all right. Coming in at number one for me to round out the top five biggest fears. Um, Dev is on it. Coming in at number one for me would be being forced to go to a pit bull concert. <laughs> 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 no, <Nah>, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's number six, though. Coming in at number one for me is definitely what Dev said. Is that that is the fear of claustrophobia? Now, if you're talking about you, you hate claustrophobicness, and you are you, you you know you like slightly chubby. Me, listen, I can't do it, man. I would be so. I, I just like like Benny said when you you lose your breath, you kind of seize up. That movie you're referencing, that was the real f- fear of the movie was being stuck in the in a cave. <sighs> You know, beneath the depths of the, the the surface, and not being able to get out, like I just can't fathom the idea. I hate small spaces. I just don't like feeling confined. Like I don't have enough oxygen. Like I can't move my arms. I'm already a spreader. Like when I sit, I'm I'm you know, <laughs> I'm a spreader. <laughs> hey, they, when I sit, people call me Spready Gibbs. <laughs> Hey, I can't believe it's not butter. He's spreading all over. It's not enough butter in the world that could get me out of a a, a tight space. So, claustrophobia is one thousand percent my number one. Yeah, for real, for real. I don't even like you know like when you go hug somebody and your nose get like up close like under there. I'll be like, (laughs) because I need to breathe. I need like a lot of air. They hug everybody like this. Super. <laughs> That's my number one. And you know what gets me about the claustrophobia too? You ever watch the videos where people be like, "We're gonna today, we're gonna cave dive Devil's Creek," and it's a little hole like this big. <laughs> Just these skinny white people be like, "Yo, I never understood." Like, I saw this one video, and literally, like, it was the size of this table was the crack in the ground. And they were like, it was like a, a somebody wrote on chalk like Devil's Hole or something. And they're like, today we're gonna <laughs> cave dive Devil's Hole. And it was just a mile or two of just that shoulder right. space, like going down like that. Like, what are you doing? Oh. What is the? <laughs> and then they just come out all natural, like, oh, that was a good ride. Make sure you like and subscribe to my yeah, how, channel. How is that enjoyable? <laughs> like, go eat a ghost pepper, man. Like, for real. <laughs> Um, coming at number one for me and obvious because I said it earlier we're going to flip flop one and two Dave and I and Benny and I have the same number one 
Um, I always I always differentiate it as standing still heights. That's what I always tell people. Mm. I'm good on roller coasters. I'm good on a on an airplane. If we're moving and we're in 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 high whatever, I'm cool. I'm cool with it. But if I'm standing there and I'm looking down, <laughs> I can't. Sk- Whoa! What's <laughs> Huh? What's I'm dummy scared, man. I just I don't like to look. I like I do like the like you ever try to look when nobody's looking so you can kind of get your fear out the way. So like I'll be looking around and then when nobody's looking at me, I'll be like, <laughs> I'll look back up and I'll be like, because <laughs> I want to see it real quick to kind of get my mind like, all right, I'm up here. So I'll just be like, <laughs> I'll look up at everybody else, make sure nobody's watching, because I don't want nobody to see. Because I get real scared. Like I'm I'm more like. Shaky when it comes to heights. Mm-hmm. The only memory that I have is that when we we had like a field trip in eighth grade and we went to um, Baltimore mm-hmm. and they had you ever been on the pier and they have that one thing that you can go all the way up in. It's like the elevators. I forgot what it was called, but basically next to the aquarium they have this like see the whole city type of thing. Mm-hmm. So you pay a certain amount of money, you go up into this elevator, it takes you all the way up to the top. And then it's all glass and you walk out onto the glass and there's like a metal bar there and you can take pictures. You can see with your binoculars that they have there. And I remember when I got off the elevator and I was walking towards like the the circle area, I had tripped over my shoe. And I remember just being like, <laughs> like I was so scared that I was going to fall through the glass. <laughs> and I, I know that that memory stuck with you because that's so stupid. Like I, I didn't make a noise. Actual circumstance. I didn't make a noise. And I was with my friends. So obviously, like, they're laughing because I just tripped. And I'm like, <laughs> but in my mind, I'm like, <laughs> like I'm scared as shit. Like, right. I was like, yo, I'm going to fall through this glass. And I just, I, I can't do it. I don't have no balance. And that's what it leads to. I don't have any balance. So if I have ever in a standing still height, I would just fall straight down. I would end it. I think I would end it right away. If that was like, I would just jump. I'm going to die anyway. <laughs> I can't keep my balance up here. I'm going to check. I'm going. That's my number one. Standing still heights on my top five fears of all time. And just like that, ladies and gentlemen, that has been episode 86 of the Cruise Control. You guys already know what to do. Follow us on Instagram at Uncle Dev Fu at Dave Cruz 267. Follow the pod at Cruz underscore control pod on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook, Dev Cruz, Dave Cruz, Cruise Control Pod fan page. Or follow us on YouTube at Cruise Control Pod on YouTube. Right, Cruise Control Pod. Um, again, from me and Dave, Bobby Lex, I've been Dito. This has been episode 86. Thank you guys for always listening in. We love you guys. Do not forget to like, comment, and subscribe down below. Uh, let us know about the uh, the question of the week. Let us know who you vote for this week. And hey, tell us your fears. Tell us your fears. Let us know what you talked about dreams a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Now we're talking about fears, nightmares, dreams, and nightmares. And to end off the week, Benny, what song you got for us, bro? Uh, track two by Absol. Track two by Absol. Yeah. I, I mess with Absol too. <laughs> All right, here goes here goes the Benny song of the week for the end of the week. Everybody, we love you. <laughs> Thank you for listening in. That's episode eighty six. Theo, what up, my nigga? E three, I'ma get you on these backwards. Last thing I do, nigga. Jeffy 
You get in the line, it might be just you two in the line. <laughs> That's David when he's on the height. Shit, nigga. Oh, shit, nigga. Say, bitch, why you do that, man? Why the fuck you have to do that, man? This shit sound like a hundred birds under the courts and sheriff station. I told Rezac, get off my sack. We really out here, my nigga. When I roll through the city, you give me a rush. Yeah, I'm high off life, but I'm rolling blunts. Uh, and they couldn't wait for so to reappear. Click boom, TNT, TDE, we in here. Whoosh. I can smell fear from a mile away. You might as well get from around here. I run the town like Rock Nation, no exaggeration. Bet I rise like Lazarus, use your imagination. Fascinated by you faggotating. Get an occupation, you in violation. Pro folk, annihilation. Episode 86. We out of here, baby. Now it's never. We out of here, baby. Now it's never. Episode 86. Not better than that. Episode 86. We love you guys. Peace.